Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of Ecom Experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome. If you are listening to our live version of the show, today is October 1st. It is a day that we have been counting down to in my family because it is hunting day. <laughs> they all love it. They're all ready, and hubby's already in the woods this morning and seeing four deer. Um, and so, yeah, this is like a big day, October 1st. But it's an even bigger day um, because we're talking about all the changes that are going on right now in Google um, because these changes are huge. This hummingbird thing is just it's a brand new algorithm. I mean, like they didn't improve their algorithm. It's a brand new algorithm. And so um, my special guest today is Chris Malta. And you guys know this name. He is absolutely awesome. And you can, you know, find out more about him, chrismalta.com. We love him. I've always loved him. Right, Chris? <laughs> hey, Shauna. Hunting, hunting day today. Nobody told me. Nobody told you? Oh, my Nobody goodness. Nobody told me. Oh, people count down around here. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then there's like the countdown because, you know, my husband built up the woods and built, you know, food plots. And then there's a countdown until you can't go in the woods anymore. And then there's a countdown until you can go in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I want to come up to see you guys for that. Yeah. You know, you gotta put me on the invitation list for hunting day next year. All um, right. Uh, well, hey, it's going on the next three months. Let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> they actually okay. say that um, I am a um, hunter's widow. Yes, I understand. Yes, I do. I, just I do. Lost my husband. He's gone. <laughs> Hopefully not Love literally. It. The woods are kind of a big. Place no, no, there. no. He'll be back in a couple months. So that's awesome. Sounds well. Good. You know what, I'm excited to talk to you about, and by the way, guys, if you're listening to our live version and you're not in our chat room, get in here. Um, just go to the top of webmasterradio.fm and click on the chat link up at the top header. Um, it's in the purple bar, very easy to find. And just come on in, so that way if you have questions that you want to ask, because Chris has been doing quite a bit of research on basically how the search engines are working. And the big news is, is that Google finally released the fact, and we've seen a lot of changes coming on over the last month, but basically what they did is they completely did an overall overhaul of like their algorithm updates, um, and it's like new. And so here's the big thing. It is affecting 90% of the search results. We haven't seen anything this big since caffeine. It's huge, you know. Um, and, and Chris, you know, I know you've been doing some research on some of the stuff that's been going on. And, um, you know, what we're hearing a lot with the, um, with the Google Hummingbird algorithm, um, we're hearing quite a bit that it's really about intent and not necessarily using direct, Keywords. 
so so talk to me about what kind of research you're doing. You know, let's start at the beginning. How did you even get started with doing some research in this stuff? <laughs> well, this is yeah. <laughs> let's go back a little. That, uh, <laughs> you know, I've been I've been doing you know our uh, our EVIS workshops you know for five and a half years now. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe the last time we saw you. Uh, you know, we were we were doing. Uh, we actually came through. Uh, you know, Indiana, and mm-hmm. hung out with you guys for a while. We were doing mm-hmm. it back soon. It was in 2009. So we're always trying to stay on top of what's going on. Obviously, just like you are. I mean, you know, you guys, you you have a very professional business. You teach people a lot of important things. You got a lot of quality in what you do. We try to do the same thing, of course. So, in in getting into teaching and talking about. You know, keyword research, market research, understanding content creation, those different things. You know, we have to understand how the search engines are working. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I'm really big on, and I know you are too, is the difference between website owners and business owners, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to be a website owner, go to Lowe's and get a free trial. You're a website owner in five minutes. Poof. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> is it going to be any good? No. Right. Right. You need to understand why things work, mm-hmm. okay? Instead of just, you know, this, this plug-and-chug mentality that so many people have out there, and it's not their own fault. They get that plug-and-chug mentality from all the junk marketers, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, get this tool, plug this word in, push this button, hey, you're going to get rich, you know? It doesn't yeah. work that way. No. So no, we're not looking at, at why. We're looking at why our search engines are doing what they're doing at this point, Okay. You know what, so Chris, Chris, you made me think of something. The best analogy that I can use for how you were saying, are you a website owner or business owner? The best analogy that I I feel like I can use is, are you a sperm donor or are you a daddy? I like that. I'm sorry, but people understand that. You know, are you just providing the tools and doing it and then you're done? You know what I mean? Are you actively involved on a daily basis making sure that, you know, your son has everything they need or your daughter? Are are you a sperm donor or daddy? And I think, like, we have to look at websites so you understand that. What are you – if you want to be successful, you've got to be a daddy. Yeah, exactly right. You've got to be there for the growth and the life of the child, you know? Yes, yes, (laughs) Otherwise, the child goes bad and do anything constructive, right? Yeah. so, so why are they doing what they're doing? We've been seeing warning signs for years. Now, everybody, you know, when Panda, when the Panda update hit Google, right, uh-huh. everybody freaked out. I mean, uh-huh. all these websites, thousands and thousands of websites lost their ranking overnight. Okay. But why are they doing that? You know, what is, uh-huh. what is, what is happening with the search engine that's different? Now, uh-huh. back in 2011, Steve Ballmer, Microsoft CEO, okay, uh-huh. he was talking about Bing. And basically, the example he gave was, he said, if, I, if, you, if you go to a search engine today and you say, print my boarding pass on Southwest, you get nothing back but chaos. And this was back in 2011. Uh-huh. And he said, the truth of the matter is, computers, search engines, nothing really understands verbs today. We only understand nouns. Okay, now, today, if you go, you know, fast forward to 2013, if you type that same phrase in Bing, print my boarding pass on Southwest, the number one result you get is a direct link to the place where you can print your boarding pass on Southwest. Uh-huh. Okay? So the search engines are moving forward in leaps and bounds at how they understand language. And this is what they have to do. They've got to. Uh, back in 2010, 
Steve Baker, who's a search engineer for Google, in the, in the official Google blog, he wrote, uh, the goal of a search engine is to return the best results for your search and understanding language is crucial to returning the best results. So what they're trying to do and what they've been trying to do, and this is just common sense, right, Sean, is that Uh they're trying to build the algorithms in more and more complex forms. They're trying to reduce the English language to a series of mathematical equations, okay? They're Uh trying to create an artificial intelligence that actually understands how we communicate with each other. Uh Because, you know, the goal of the search engine is always deliver timely, relevant, and informative content. Absolutely. And you know, you know what gets you know what gets to me too. One of the things that gets me is all these people that run around online whining about Google. Oh, Google hates my business. Oh, Google's trying to put small business people out of business. Oh, Google's favoring the big guys. They're trying to make the evil rich richer. You know, come on, <laughs> really? <Yes. laughs> Google could not care less. Uh-huh. about your business, their business, anybody's business. But they they care about their own business. That's and right. their own business, if they want to keep 70-plus percent of the, of the search market like they have now, they need to provide absolutely the best, timely, relevant, and informative content. Uh-huh. So if, because if they do, they retain their audience. If they retain their audience, they can charge more for advertising, and that's where they make money. You know, and here's the thing I think that happens, Chris. I think what it is is people think because, you know, oh, well, Google's free. You know, know, you can use it for free. So people, I think people have a difficult time remembering that Google is a business, just like you, just like me. And they get their money from people searching, you know. Because when people search on Google and find what they need, then they start using Google Drive. Then they start using email. Then they start, you know, clicking on ads. Then they start using maps. Then they start using all of these things, becoming a huge customer that's generating them revenue. And I don't yes. I think people forget it. Yes, I think so too. And, you know, in order to stay the number one search engine, they've got to compete with other search engines, of course. And really their goal is, is to get better and better and better at what they do. So how do you do that when you're a search engine, okay? You need to deconstruct the language. You need to understand how people communicate in written and oral communication so that you can understand better what people are saying when they say it, okay? So you know, okay, you're, you're really good at SEO. I know you are. Um, so I you love know that, SEO. <laughs> right. So, so a generally accepted rule, I think it's fair to say, okay, that, that the, the subject of what you're writing about. If you're going to write a blog post or an article or a product description or whatever, the subject is something that should be as close to the beginning of the title as you can put it, and as close to the beginning of the first paragraph in the content as you can put it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and you so know what? Yeah. Well, Chris, that makes me think of research papers. You know, when you write yes. a research paper in college, the very first paragraph has to be an introduction. What the heck are you going to talk about today? Yes, exactly. And this is what the search engines are working on uh, teaching the algorithm, okay? They're working on teaching the algorithm how humans communicate. Now, when we talk with each other, when we write things to each other, we always mention the subject of the conversation first. Uh And then we go on to talk about the details. Uh So when Google is looking at a piece of content, okay, and because 
like Balmer said back in 2010, they still, the best thing they understand is nouns, okay? You know, mm-hmm. nouns describe a person, place, or thing. Right. So really what, what Google understands as a computer program is that the, the, the first descriptive noun that they see in that title and in that content is most likely the subject of the conversation, mm-hmm. okay? So that's why... You know, a lot of people think that we have to follow Google's rules, that SEO is following Google's rules that they just make up arbitrarily. You know, and they say, okay, well, this is how SEO works. You have to do this and do this and this. No, what we're actually doing is we are playing to the limitations in the search engines, okay? We're playing to a limited understanding that that algorithm has of the human language and how we communicate. So we kind of have to take Google by the hand a little bit and say, okay, we're going to reduce this to the most basic rules. We're going to put our subject at the beginning, okay, so that you understand that that's uh-huh. our subject, you know? Uh, if, I yeah. a, if I write a blog post about a coffee maker, uh-huh. and I say, if I call it um, a construction site's most valuable tool, okay, and then I start the content by saying, um, on the construction sites I've worked on, I've found that the most valuable tool is my coffee maker. Mm-hmm. Now, what's Google going to think the subject is? The first descriptive noun phrase they're finding is construction site. Mm-hmm. Okay? But if I say, on the other hand, a coffee maker, the construction site's most valuable tool, right? And then I start the blog post by saying, my coffee maker has proven to be the most, most uh, you know, effective tool on the construction sites I've worked on over the years. Mm-hmm. Okay? then Google gets the fact that it's about a coffee maker, right? And then later on throughout that content, you're adding derivative keywords. You're adding keywords that are related to coffee makers. You're adding um, you know, semantic keywords that may not be directly related. But, you know, like it's, Google is going to expect when they see that subject, they pick that subject up and along the advances that they're making these days, okay? They pick out that subject. They're going to hit, you know, a, a synonymy database synonyms, basically, okay? Mm-hmm. And they're going to say, okay, what goes along with Coffee Maker? So they'll expect later on in that content somewhere, if they're looking at quality content, which is what they want, they're right. going to expect in quality content to find something like Mocha or Joe or Java or Beans or Grinder or Filter, okay? Mm-hmm. They're going to expect to find those words, and they'll, not all of them, of course, but at least one, maybe two, because the way the program is written now, that tells them that content is quality content about that subject. Right. You know? Right. And, so and I mean, by using the, the, you know, the different synonyms and, de- and like, using your thesaurus and, and doing that, then it really, like, shows that you know your content, you understand your content, and you're not just writing it to write, um, to, you know, get uh, Java copy. So it's always... Java coffee, Java coffee, Java coffee, because we want to rank for Java coffee. You know, it, yes. I mean, it shows the whole picture. You know what? Let's um, let's take a real quick break, and then we'll come sure. back and talk about this more, um, because that quality content is so 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 very important. So I do want to discuss that. And if you're not in our chat room, make sure that you're here, because I've got a couple of really great links that I want to share with you guys. Um, and I'll be sharing those towards the end of the show. But it's some really great links on information about the Hummingbird update that I think you're going to find really fascinating. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts with our special guest, Chris Malta, and we'll be right back. 
Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom experts will return after this. And a bit. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate display media or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G, digital.com. WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate Internet Marketer's Knowledge Base. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buds, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with our awesome and amazing friend, Chris Malta. Let me tell you guys, I have been following Chris Malta since about my first month in business, way back in 2000. Um, and I have followed him ever since, and he is absolutely awesome. And the workshops that he does are so very cool and so very awesome. I love it because um, Chris talks about, like, when I'm talking to customers, you know, we talk more, like, about, you know, the site, the e-commerce and that. But what I love about Chris Malta's workshop is he really goes about the whole business, the whole business. (laughs) He's 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 like teaching you a class on how to be a daddy. You know, um, so I, if we use that terminology again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so, so the big things we're learning so far, just to kind of recap. Well, number one, Google is now moving from nouns to verbs because, you know, we want to be able to do things. Um, and, you know, it's very, very interesting how they're upgrading 
um, Siri, and actually, I'm going to put a link in our chat room, guys. Uh, but it basically says Google becomes more human by answering long, complex questions. So the search engine adds a new feature as it celebrates the 15th birthday. So they're using that voice where you can ask that question, you know, ask that verb instead of find me, you know, Java. Instead, you can say, you know, what is the best type of coffee? Or, you know what I mean? Um, and so it's just really, really awesome what they're doing. So you guys will get a real, you'll really enjoy that article. So, and so where we left off before the break, Chris, is we were really talking about the, the quality of the content that you're putting out there. You know what, son? Do you remember being back in high school when you said to yourself, I'm never going to have to really know all this stuff I'm learning in English class? <laughs> right. <laughs> Guess what? It's back. <laughs> it's it's important, and it's going to be more and more important moving forward to actually understand what nouns and verbs are, what adjectives are, how they modify nouns, how, and what prepositions and conjunctions are, how they work. You know, at this point, Google doesn't really use things like you know pronouns and so forth, but they will. Okay, they mm-hmm. will. And the most important thing you can do if you want a business to be successful and continue to be, okay, is to understand where the search engines are going and already be there when they get there, mm-hmm. okay? Because that is what Panda was about. Penguin was linking, of course, but Hummingbird now. Hummingbird really is a change in how Google processes information on their end. It's mm-hmm. not really a change in the information that they expect to process, Okay. So everything that came out of Panda is still true and is still growing and improving their understanding of the language that we speak. Okay, but now, now Google has changed on their side how they actually process this. So I can imagine, you know, and nobody really knows what Google actually does. I mean, they're not going to tell anybody. But I can imagine that what they've done is they've found a way to, you know, change that algorithm so that it's better at processing the quality information that they're looking for, uh-huh. you know. It yes. makes it shorter and sweeter on their end to get to the goal, okay? Which yeah, and, and, and if you look at the search results, it's very interesting because, and, and some people are kind of talking about this because when they're asking questions, they're like scraping content from websites to answer the question um, mm-hmm. and then allowing you to go through on that link um, to get more information. So yes. they're really, I mean, they're really trying to make sure, which a lot of people, Chris, are saying that they're worried um, that this will affect the amount of traffic that you're getting. So what? Right? You know? If it affects, if you, you know what, it, the only effect it could really have, if, you, if you're doing things the way you should be doing things, which is creating quality content, right? Uh-huh. then even if your traffic is reduced by this change, the quality of the traffic coming in is going to be better, more likely to convert. Yes. And that, the yeah. last big update that we kind of saw with Google, and it could, it, it's probably the start of this hummingbird, is that we saw, like a lot of the SEO clients we had, they had a, a drop in the number of keywords that they were ranking for. But the traffic and the sales and the conversion were either the same or higher. Um, yes. And so it was like we noticed this big update in Google where it was like, you know what, if the customer's coming to your site and they're not finding what they're looking for, then you don't need to be ranked there. 
And it's a good yeah. thing. It's a good yeah. thing. <laughs> it is a good thing. It's a good thing for people who, you know, you know what it really affects, John? Uh, yeah. I worked with a, a couple, a husband and wife, who had a website for about 11 years. And uh, they, they did everything they were told to do, okay, mm-hmm. by the SEO people that are out there. Now, look, we all know that there are some people who are, are very good at SEO and really understand it, you know, yourself, and there are other people out there who are, who are good at it. But there are a lot of people who read a book once and, and you know, try to make money saying they're an expert, right? Uh-huh. So these poor people had followed what they had, had been told to do, which was basically keyword, 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 buy some links, buy some links, keyword, keyword, okay? Uh-huh. And they got smacked. I mean, really smacked. The website was out there for so long and it was so large that they actually had to stop it and start over. Okay. So. And you know what, Chris? What's really interesting about that comment that that you made is when they were told that information, it was probably correct for that time. The time, yes. And that's where people get lost. It's like, you know how you buy an iPhone today, the iPhone 5 today, and in six months, You've got the iPhone 6, you know, and if you take the same practices that you were doing three years ago and apply it today, it's not the same thing. Just like if you were to go buy a laptop three years ago and you buy a laptop today, the differences are amazing. The new laptops are thinner. They're faster. They're better. They're, you know, the screen is better. It's prettier. and, And it's so different. And people don't understand that that's how the search engines work. That's how the programming in the back ends of your site works. All of that is being updated. So you can't follow the old rules and expect to get new results. Right. And where do the old rules come from? They come from the search engine people who go out there and chase the algorithm all the time yes. and don't look at the concept. They don't understand where the search engines are going. You know, you, you don't have to run after the train down the tracks to find out where it's going if you have a train schedule in your hand. You know, <laughs> you, you don't. Okay, yes. so if you, if you understand that their goal is and always has been delivering better and better quality content, understanding mm-hmm. the English language better, then that understanding today will serve you forever in the yes. search engine market, you know? Absolutely. It really will. I mean, even, even, you know, Ahmed Single was telling us this, you know, the, the head of Google search was telling us this years ago. He was saying, he was saying, stop chasing the algorithm and focus on your content. This was 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. He was telling us this. They were mm-hmm. giving us hints about what was coming. Matt Cutts, right? The head mm-hmm. of, the head of Google not being fooled. You know, that's, that's his official title, the head of Google not being fooled, Right. Right. Um, he's the guy who makes sure that nobody cheats Google games the system. He was telling us years ago, two, three years ago uh, at least, that we should be writing content as we should expect to see it written in a professional magazine article mm-hmm. because he knew where they were going. Okay? Yes. They were trying to tell us back then. Yes. So the reason, though, the reason that you have to... Now, Shauna, when this thing finally hits full-blown artificial intelligence phase which you and I might not be around for, okay? It's going to be a while <laughs> before we have real artificial intelligence, okay? Um, uh-huh. Yeah. When it hits that phase, then it will be able to understand anything we say. Yeah. You know, it will. It will just, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Okay? But right now, 
because that as they dig into the language, as they deconstruct the language, and, and they have to start with the broadest rules, because if you're going to turn language rules into math, you have to start with the broadest rules and then dig down into each one of those as you go and go further and further, mm-hmm. right? So the broadest rules are the ones they go after first. That's why you're going to have, that's why Cuts is always saying, or has been saying, okay, your, your content should be written like you would expect to see it written professionally because they're looking at sentence structure yeah. on, a broad, on a broad base. Okay, yes. and sentence structure on a broad basis is best written when it's written, you know, in the way it should be written, the way English is supposed to be written. So that's why I'm saying we're going back to high school, you know, basically, mm-hmm. and we need to pay attention to how sentences are properly structured, paragraphs are properly structured, you know, as as far as you know different types of words and how they're mm-hmm. done. Okay, yes. so and you know, I think that's a hard balance, Chris, because like. When I write, I really try to bring my personality into my writing um, and and try to do that. You know, I really try to bring that personality into the writing, but yet at the same time trying to be following the rules of, you know, the grammar and all of that. And it is a hard balance, but it is possible. It is possible. It is very possible. Work on it, you know, and if you do that. Um, It really is. It, it is. So let me, let me do this, guys. We're going to take just a real quick break. And I, get, and I want to show you something really funny while we're on our break. Um, it, it's an article, this is so funny, that I wrote back in 2005, and I love it, because pretty much everything is still the same. And, and trying to help people understand, I love this. Number 10 was, it's an article on how to lose Google in 10 days, because I just watched the movie How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. So it was all the things you're not supposed to do. So I thought, well, have a lose Google in 10 days. This is 2005, so this is eight years ago. You know, and number 10 says, trying to deceive search engines. Um, this can be done a number of ways. One of them is called spamming search engines, basically over-repeating keywords. And remember always that you're writing for humans and not the search engine bots. Write clear information and give your readers and the search engines good quality content. So I, yes. when you were saying that about people talking about it beforehand, I thought of that article and I thought, isn't that funny? You know, here it is. It's marked, um, oh my goodness, it's marked October 27th, 2005. Yep. <laughs> yep. I love it. Yep. So go read it. And I mean, really, this it was like when I wrote this, this was the basics. And the big thing was write to, you know, to pay attention to your users don't pay attention to the search engines and quit trying to deceive them. That is still true today. So go check that out. And then the other thing I found online, which I think you guys are going to find really, really cool, um, my grammar sucks. Um, So everything I do, I put into Word. My spelling sucks. I know this, so I do that. But there is this site, and it's called grammar, G-R-A-M-M-A-R hyphen monster dot com. And what you can do is take these free lessons. And so you can do uh, free lessons, and I would highly recommend, on eight parts of speech. And it talks about adjectives, adverbs, conjunctions, interjections, nouns, um, prepositions, pronouns, and verbs. So it talks about what are they, what are the different types, how are you going to use it. So if you're concerned and you're like, wow, I'm freaking out over this grammar part of it, don't be. 
just go to this site, grammar-monster.com, take a free few lessons, get yourself, you know, kind of back into it, um, and help yourself. I mean, this you need to be a daddy. Take the classes on how to be a daddy. So don't go anywhere. We're here with Chris Malta. You guys love him. We love him. Um, you're listening to Ecom Experts. We'll be right back. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Everybody, all right. So, Chris, we are here with Chris. ChrisMalta.com, I highly suggest checking him out. He's always got, like, really fun videos, and I love listening to his voice. He has one of those, like, radio voices, you know? I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hang out with radio guys, Shauna. You know, um, it's funny, uh, literally when I was a teenager and a little bit older, a lot of my friends, uh, a couple of my friends were actually DJs on the local rock station, you know, and it, it was so much fun to hang out with them. And it's it's funny to hang out with them because a lot of times they get into radio voice mode, you know, where uh-huh. instead of just coming up and talking to you, you know, they come up and say, hey, how are you doing today? What's going on? I'm pretty good, you know, and uh-huh. they, they just, they talk like that in and out of the station, you know, so it just. It's just a little fun, you know? Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the last it. thing we were talking about, go, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll no, please, please. I'm so, no, 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 I'm sorry. I, I, you know, we got to get in our three commercials, and I hate interrupting you because I love what you're saying. Um, and so basically kind of like, you know, we're going to that newsletter, the quality, the grammar, you know, you know, you think about like even just the technology in Google Glass, you know, and, yes. and, our, and now they're putting like this, have information in our watches, you know, where we'll be able to just click our watch and be able to find whatever we want or get information, you know, and it's right. just, it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, and it won't stop. I mean, you can't unring this bell. The technology is going to keep moving forward. But one of the things that you mentioned before the break was it can be hard to balance 
you know, writing for proper English, writing for the grammar, writing for sentence structure, and still right. putting your personality into it. But you know what? If you think of it this way, okay, Mark Twain was an excellent writer. He really understood the language, and he's fantastically fun to read. So if you write like Mark Twain and not like Stephen Hawking, you'll be okay. Ah, you know? yes. <laughs> yes, I like, I like. Yes, and, you know, okay. That's, that's, that's what they're looking for. That's, that's yeah. What they just, you know, what Google is looking for is not, obviously they're not looking for your personality, but you need your personality. And in social marketing and content marketing, everything that you do, to put that business out there. It needs to have that personal touch. It's retail marketing. If you're in retail marketing, you've got to be able to allow your customers to identify with you, identify with your site, find you more interesting and more engaged in what you're selling. Because really what we're selling on, you know, Sean, you know this very well. I mean, what we're selling on basically are messages. We're not selling on product and price. We're selling on message, right? So, the message has to be, we have to be very engaged in our product lines. And we also have to have that personality out there. It makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. A huge difference. So tell me more about your research. I want to hear more. I want to hear more. <laughs> what have we not covered yet that you've got? I want to know. Well, I want to know. I think we, we kind of covered we kind of covered the crux of it, you know. But really, it's, it's just so important for people to understand that this is where everything is going. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's where we're going to be in the next few years. Is we're going to continue to be, but it's going to gradually. Their understanding of grammar and of the sentence structure will gradually improve. So right now, SEO is still very important. It always will be. There will always be a place for search engine optimization. But I really believe that SEO is going to get easier as the, as the search engine understanding of the language gets better and better. Because like I said earlier, right now, what we have to do in SEO, it, what you're saying, I think it was Matt Cutts or one of, Matt Cutts or Steve Baker, who said that um, right now we understand language on the level of a small child. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're going to be speaking to a small child about a concept, you have to lay that concept out very carefully in exactly the way that child should understand it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is what we have to do with our content. Now this is why we have SEL. It's because we have to, and like I said before, it's the limitations of the search engine's understanding of our communications that mm-hmm. causes us to have to use SEO and say, here, well, let me take you by my hand and show you. I've put my subject at the beginning of my title. Right. Mm-hmm. Let me help you understand that, you know, generally accepted rule, uh, you just check me on this, but I, I, I think you'll say it since right, is that um, when you're talking about the main keyword in your content, you, you generally could repeat it maybe about 5 to 7% of the total word count in the content. Mm-hmm. Is that about right? You know what I'm saying? Well, I try not to put in exact. Because then people focus on it. Yeah. Yeah, but generally, I mean, as a general rule, you know, what people tend to do is during conversation or doing something that we write write to each other, we tend Mm -hmm. to repeat the subject of what we're talking about about 5 to 7% of that conversation. So even if it's not exact, right, Mm -hmm. um, we still want to swing, we still want to swing back around to that subject. Yes. You know. Yeah. So that's and, why and, and if you're talking, keyword. if you're talking naturally, it automatically mm-hmm. comes out like that. Um, mm-hmm. 
You know, so one of the things that I highly recommend, and this is something that I'll do, um, my phone has a video recorder, or not a video, a voice recorder on it. Um, So talk about, you know, like if I was going to write an article about the hummingbird update, you know, it would be like, okay, so here's what's going on. This is what's going on with the hummingbird update. This is this, this is this, this is this, this is it. And then convert that over into text. And what's great is if, you know, you, you don't have money, you can convert that over to text yourself. If you're, you know, you have the ability to, you can give that to an employee. Or there's virtual online assistants that will do that too. Right. And it comes off more natural. You're not worried about repeating because it's a, ma- a natural repeating. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I right. feel like that's really the best way to do content so that it does come off natural. Absolutely. That's the way you have to do it. Yeah. You again that's that's part of the quality, you know, the understanding of quality of content. And mm-hmm. you know, repeating keywords is not necessarily about repeating the exact same keyword, right? It's about right. repeating maybe uh, using a derivative, you know? Or using I like a semantic, what you said, you know, repeating the subject. Yeah, exactly I like, right. I like what you yeah. said. You need to repeat yeah. the subject, not the keyword. That's what we that's what we tend to do in conversation communication. So that's the rule that, and of course, no one can say, right, what right. rule exactly that Google applies and how they apply it. But just, you know, as something you'd naturally draw out of this is that they would understand that you refer to the subject of the, of the, uh, the communication about 5 to 7% of the time as you move through the communication, right? Mm-hmm. So referring back to the subject, whether you do it with an exact keyword or whether you do it with a synonym, not necessarily a synonym, but a derivative maybe, you know? Right. Um, it's going to be important. Now, it's kind of interesting. I mean, something that, that humans can do, that people can do, um, mm-hmm. let me see if I can find the quote here. Uh, this was Baker again, Steve Baker. He says, an irony of computer science is that tasks humans struggle with can be performed easily by computer programs, but tasks humans can perform effortlessly remain difficult for computers. Okay? So mm-hmm. if I walk up to you, and I just stand in front of you and I say, ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know, what does that make you think of? I mean, you, you, am I asking you if I want, you know, if you'll get me some ice cream? I'm mean, telling you that I like it. Uh, <laughs> I'm warning you that golf ball-sized chunks of ice cream are falling out of the sky and you should take cover, you know? Right, what right. I, you, don't, you have no idea. I've just saved a noun. It's all done. But then if I change that to organic ice cream, mm-hmm. that makes you think of something totally different, Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, organic farms, pure ingredients, healthier living, and maybe high prices, okay? Mm-hmm. But then if I say organic ice cream store, okay, mm-hmm. then it makes you think about maybe a store where you might be able to get organic ice cream. Mm-hmm. Then if I, if I change that to local organic ice cream store, you think of totally something different, a local store, somewhere in the neighborhood, Right. And then one more time, okay, if I go to best local organic ice cream store, then you think about, okay, uh, organic ice cream store in the neighborhood that I like the best, it's the cleanest store, it's got the best prices, whatever, okay? Mm-hmm. You can instantly make those distinctions in your mind. As, the, as those, that phraseology changes, you can right. instantly make those distinctions and you think of different things. Computers cannot do that. Right. You know, they can't. So they have to be taught all those different rules and all those different permutations mathematically. Mm-hmm. And they're not there yet, but they're working toward it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if, we go, you know, if we go there and we do that the way we should do it, 
as the search engines change, as Panda 2 comes, came out last May, right, Hummingbird now, uh, whatever's coming next, if we just keep keeping that in mind and keep thinking that way, we're going to be ready for the next updates. Even you know, with Hummingbird coming out, their Google's even saying, look, don't expect to get hurt by Hummingbird if you're doing the things you should be doing. If you're creating quality content, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, if you're putting out what you should be putting out, don't worry about Hummingbird. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. always going to be true. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've really tried to practice what I preach, except, you know, we've gotten kind of busy um, in the yeah. last you know, a couple <laughs> right. of years. And it's harder to get on the content. But, you know, we've, we've always followed those rules, you know, and we've always made sure yes. that we followed those rules. And whenever a new update comes out, um, I'm, well, I, I never rush to my reports to see, um, well, how much did we drop? It's like I'm not, I'm not worried. You know what I mean? I know that mm-hmm. what we're doing, we're okay. We're fine. You know, we're not going to have problems with it. Um, and that's where it, it comes in, you know, it really comes in that way, um, that you understand what the search engines are looking for and what your customers are looking for, more importantly, and provide them with that. Like you said earlier, you know, right for your customers, you know, mm-hmm. right for the the uh, the goal they're trying to achieve, which is understanding what you're talking about. Right. That's what you need to do. And I'm, you know, hey, I'm I'm not as, as perfect as you. I mean, I, I know you've always put out really good content. And you've always kept the SEO in mind. I, as I go back, as I do this research and I go back and I look at some of my older stuff, I am actually guilty of screwing that up because you know, if I'm going to write an article say about eBay, and please nobody send emails, okay? If I was going to write an article about eBay and I title it, um, uh, this is what it's like to drop a big rock on your foot, uh-huh. okay? Then that's <laughs> that's not exactly SEO-friendly titling, you know? Right. Um, but I'm, I'm guilty of that in some cases because I will I'll kind of go off on a tangent, you know, I'll write things that aren't really, and I used to do this, and I'm much better at it now if you're paying attention. But uh-huh. look through your old stuff. Look through your older stuff. Look through your content. Look through your product descriptions. Right. This is something I find all the time. Sean. I mean, people will take and I know you advise people to do better than this, but a lot of people will just grab a product description from a wholesaler and throw it on their on their website. Yeah. That's boring. It's dull. It's technical. It's factual. It has mm-hmm. to be sweetened up, right? Got to yeah. be written just like you'd write an article. Yeah, and and you know that is actually on the list from 2005. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we were going sense. back then. You yeah. know, it it really does make sense. You know, it, it, making sure that you do that, but people just they're not they're still not picking it up. You know, and I, granted, you know, y- yes. You want to get your, I understand, people want to get their site up right away, they just want to have it done, they want to get it ready, you know, and if we're going back to the analogy of the sperm donor father, you know, great, hurry up, set up the furniture, um, yeah. but then go back and decorate. Yeah, you know? please do. Make it yes. a space. Yes, go in, build the crib, build the chair, you know, build the table, but then go in and put stuff inside of it. Go decorate it. Go make it unique to the child that's born. Yeah, yeah. And as you create your content, you know, if you can do your best to get used to writing the original version of the content as close as you can to what you should be, 
then going back and decorating isn't going to be nearly as hard. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, that's a, that was yeah. a really good suggestion, too, about um, about Grammar Monster, you know, uh, going and learning some of those basic um, you know, some of the basic sentence structures and things like that, because this is only going to get, it's only going to continue. Yeah. You know, and, and you, you can't think the search engines are against you. But if there's any kind of favoritism at all, because people talk about this all the time, oh, they want big business to get bigger, you know, they're, they're right. doing favors for their friends. Look, this isn't the federal government, okay? <laughs> you know, this is, this is not what we're talking about here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're yeah. talking about and, a business. Yeah, and really, you just have to remember um, that they're a business trying to provide the absolute best results for the query or question that they're asked about. And I read one article, which I really absolutely loved, um, and it was basically saying, and I'm going to find it here, and guys, if you're in our chat room, I'm going to give you, pass you over a link about it right now, because um, I just thought what he said was absolutely excellent. Um, and give me just one second. Hold on. Oh. There it is. People who've been doing things like looking at their bounce rate on a page and trying to match the people who bounce to what they searched for are missing the forest from the trees. It's not the specific mm. word they use. It's what they were looking for on that page. Did the page yes. deliver? Clearly not since they bounced. So what could be better about that page or your information architecture overall that would help people who were trying to find, you know, what were they looking for? And I loved the article, and I just thought it was absolutely, it was perfect explanation. I loved that. I loved it. Excellent. You know, yeah. when we're working in... Uh when we're working in market research and keyword research and these different things, we always tell people, look, take your keywords that you're considering uh, and go look at your number one competition. You know, mm -hmm. it is absolutely amazing how much of that number one competition is absolutely lousy. Mm -hmm. You know, really poor SEO, poor page execution, poor content, poor graphic quality. You know, it's amazing. People, people always are talking about, oh, there's so much competition out there. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. You know what? You only got maybe five percent of the websites, and as far as I'm concerned, anyway, about five percent of the websites that are out there are really stiff competition. You know, uh -huh. look, Google Google has got to put something in that first position. Even if all they can find is lousy, they've got to choose at least lousy for that first position. Uh -huh. You know. So yeah. if you can keep in mind all these things we've been talking about, if you can keep these things in mind, look at your uh -huh. competition, look at where you can better yourself against that competition. And one of you the know. things that a lot of people miss, and that we're really running out of time here, but I, you know, sure. I just want you to do something for me, guys. First of all, I want you guys to do a search for how to lose weight. Just go in and look at how to lose weight in Google, and you're going to see these this content that Google is kind of scraping from different websites. So, like, you know, the first one says if you burn 500 calories more, uh, and then it says read full answer. The most effective method for weight loss, read full. There's no magic formula. Read full answer. Go and look at that and understand what they're trying to do. Then, if you're wanting to, you say, man, I had so many conversions from this particular phrase. Go put that phrase in. Go click on the top three results and look at the pages to try to determine why they're ranking for that and you're not. 
So that's my advice for you guys. Read the articles that I sent you. Uh, the one that I was just talking about is on Search Engine Land, and it's called Google's Hummingbird Takes Flight. They also have a really, really good FAQ on Search Engine Land. Highly, highly recommend. It's called FAQ, All About the New Google Hummingbird Algorithm. Those things are posted um, in our chat room. Um, when I This Friday, I've got a newsletter that's coming out that's going to be talking about the hummingbird, but also focusing on your speed of your pages. Um, because if, let's say you get everything right and you're number one, but when somebody clicks on it, it takes forever to download, that now all of a sudden Google's seeing your numbers work backwards and you're losing it. Um, so uh-huh. this is another important factor. So Chris, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know we could go on for like hours discussing this. We did on video, <laughs> you know. One right. soon we'll have to do like an updated video series for SEO, although Absolutely. a lot of it's still the same. But we'll have to do that together because we had so much fun. <laughs> Absolutely, it's been great being with you, Shauna. We're always really good to talk to you. Appreciate the opportunity. Oh, love you, Chris. Love you, Chris. And guys. Seriously, go check out, you know, chrismalto.com and go check out the, the business webinars because, again, he's not helping you to just set up the room. He's helping you to look at everything overall. And the way I think about it, if we're talking sperm, donor, or daddy, he's even taking the, these, like, things are taking it a step further and looking at things like, how are you going to plan for your child's college? So he's looking yeah. at the big picture. The big, big picture. So that's one of the things that you know, I'm not seeing other companies do or other people do, you know, that is awesome. So anyway, go do that. ChrisMalter.com. Love you guys. Love Chris. See you guys next Tuesday. Um, I think we've got somebody real good on, so make sure you're here. Talk to you guys later. Have a great day. Bye, Chris. Bye, Sean. Thanks. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program as well as our complete library of programs on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.